Hello everybody, Dr. Rick Wallace here. Look, I have become convinced that we use the term education far too loosely. We have created a situation in which the term has become completely ambiguous. To me, education has always and still is the act of empowering and preparing our youth to go out into a world that is inherently hostile towards them and not only compete, but win. It is not simply the attainment of academic skills. It is the understanding of oneself. It is the understanding of one's role. It is the understanding of one's identity. It's embracing one's identity and using the gifts within that identity to go out and make a difference. It's time for a change. So good morning class. Tomorrow I will be taking a day off and we will be having a substitute teacher tomorrow or teacher because in Jamaica we don't say teacher, we say teacher. Gotta do better. No survival in this era if we turning on each other. Like a family reunited, they hate it when we together. Down, let's talk about it. Listen to the teachers, let them tell you. You want facts behind your questions, Dr. Rick, give them that. Followed by wise words, introducing Dr. Michael Blanche. Many guests and activists every week leading by example. When there's problems, there's solutions. Together we are the answer. The teachers. When I was young, thought as a child. But when I became a man, stand on my own with a smile. Life a lesson in this roller coaster. Just go through the trials. Ancestors could have been royalty. Would your lifestyle make them proud? Your education is not the learning of facts. Let it sink. Preparation of training that's in your mind when you think. The actions of your behavior influences your beliefs. So the action and actuality makes it reality. One had a dream. People dying over materialistic things. Among your peers, you can only talk women, cars, and bling. We ain't on the same page. You don't want the same thing. How to build and expand when I talk amongst kings you should build your brother up when he fall back out to get a laugh now do what you can you pray the same love pass down people selfish they'll drain you till you pass out open your mind pay attention don't be a victim to the system some people physically locked up some people mentally in prison removing the fathers giving poor benefits to the women equality and economy benefiting their business my brothers and sisters of color we gotta do better no survival in this era if we turning on each other like a family reunited they hate it when we together down let's talk about it listen to the teachers let them tell you you want facts behind your questions dr rick give them that followed by wise words introduce Dr. Michael Blanche, many guests and activists every week leading by example. When there's problems, there's solutions. Together we are the answer. The teachers, Indiana, Iowa, Illinois, the teachers, Ohio, Tennessee, Alabama, Florida, the teachers, North Carolina, South Carolina, all the way to Georgia, the teachers, Kansas to Missouri, Kentucky to Virginia, Texas, Oklahoma. 
Louisiana, Mississippi, New York and Pennsylvania, North and South Dakota, Washington State to Nevada, Utah and Colorado, Arizona, California. Brothers and sisters of color, we gotta do better. No survival in this era if we turn it on each other. Hello, everybody. Uh, Dr. Rick Wallace dropping in on you. Uh, we have with us uh, a couple of people who were responsible for getting that production. Uh, hold on one second. Getting that production to the stage that you just saw. Uh, Sane Brown, the artist, actually just happened to be kin to uh, Dr. Blanchard and kind of caught on to what we was doing and just did an intro for us. Uh, Dr. Blanchard put his mind into full stream motion and decided that, hey, man, we're going to push it out of the way. We made it a full uh, LP. Uh, well, I'll say they made it a full LP. I've been really, 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 really in the background in this. This is really Dr. Blanchard's baby. I'm just used to saying we because we're so closely connected. But this is his thing. And he pulled in some people. And uh, we have with us now Manab, who was the film's editor. Uh, we also have with us, uh, brother, I want to make sure I pronounce his name right, brother Ernest Davis, who also produced and shot the video. Uh, and Dr. Blanchard is the executive producer, and I also had a small role. They let me do something at the beginning, so I felt kind of important because they let me do the intro. Uh, so well, Jack, you're right ahead. You know, you, you're way too modest, man. So a year ago, just so Manab and, uh, and Ernest know the whole story and the viewers do, about a year ago, I guess it would have been in October, Dr. Wallace uh, approached me with the idea of having a show. And I was like, well, okay, yeah, you know, uh, we, we can do it. We can do this. And uh, so we had to come up with a, a, a name for the show. And of course, the name uh, that I came up with was the, te the Teachers, because, and the whole concept was, is that we're all teachers or teachers, as they say in Jamaica, we're all teachers and we can all learn from each other. We wanted to have a show in which we um, highlighted um, grassroots people, just like you two who are out here, um, you know, trying to affect change and our change agents in our communities and around the world, uh, in the case of Manav, around the world. So um, that's how this uh, came to be. We started the first show in October. We had some real flaky music in the first show, first couple of shows, I said, Dr. Doc, we gotta get a we gotta get a theme song, man. So uh got in touch with Sane. Sane put together about a minute and a half intro. I thought it was dope. I said, hey man, we gotta we gotta make this into uh, a whole uh, uh, uh single. He did that. Um and really the whole thing is starting to morph into uh the teachers platform uh with Alt Black News and Nyota Euro or Yohura. Uh, also uh, helping to build that platform um, to affect change where everybody gets on the teacher's bandwagon and everybody's a teacher and uh, and we can push change that way and have a whole entire educational curriculum and platform uh, with also you, Dr. Wallace. So I just wanted to let everybody know how all this happened. It was the brainchild uh, of Dr. Wallace, but then, uh, you know, I just kind of picked up 
uh, the name and ran with it and tried to create a platform in which we can uh, we, we can build together. So again, Ernest Davis and Manab, we're glad to have you. Um, let's talk a little bit about the video, man. I mean, um, Manab, Manab is on mute. I can see that his um, icon says that you can't. Um, yeah, yeah it, was, it, it was some it was background noise that was actually uh killing the feed, but we can bring him in. Yeah, so, yeah, so um we're gonna have to we're gonna have to mute it again, I guess. Yeah, you got a lot of background noise in the map. Can you go somewhere uh, quieter? Yeah. Okay. So anyway, so, Ernest, uh one of the things I wanted to do was was have uh, an educational start of the video since you know we're talking about the teachers and and that and so it was important for me to have dr wallace uh come up with that particular uh intro because right. it, it sets the groundwork for the entire video i wanted to have it in a classroom uh as i said you know i came up with a, an outline for you uh but uh at the point which we veered away from the classroom then you came up with the uh, rest of the uh, the video in terms of uh, how we shot it and and the themes and all of that. So um, yeah. talk a little talk a little bit about that, man. You know, uh, getting that together and working on that. Coming into it, you know, just listening to the song. Every video that I do, um, I just listen to it, close my eyes, and visualize. And you know, that's what I saw. I just saw him being a teacher, like you said, and I'm under the same umbrella. You know, with what I'm doing, it's just a little bit more faith-based. So right. I understood the concept. And once when you said classroom scene, I knew exactly what to do. So, you know, I just took off from there. And I got kids all around my neighborhood. And I'm always out with the camera. So it wasn't nothing to get them and ask their family to get them out there. And, you know, it was, it was, it was idea to come up with the kids, to have the kids uh, chasing Sane. And and they had this the, the part where they actually threw the paper at them, you know. Yeah. Substitute teacher. We all we all used to give. I know I used to give all of, all of my substitute teachers a hard time when I was growing up. I know we all did that. So I thought that was kind of kind of fun to do that, where they throw the paper at him when he comes in. Right. And then later on, you have them chasing him and running. And I like I like the video. It's 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 a serious video, but it's also fun too. You know. <laughs> yeah. And that's, yeah. That's how you got to keep it to get that message across. If you're too serious with it, they won't take it serious. Right. you know the viewers so i i love the video and i'm glad that y'all brought me aboard to be a part in you know getting my box to make something dope man for real absolutely uh, absolutely and so you know doc you know go ahead and expound some more because i think that um the intro is is good in in, in touching on uh how we view education and you you being uh, your area of expertise in the world of academia is in education. Your doctorate is in education. So um, when we talk about education, we're not just talking about academic skills. No, right. Right. So uh, what do you think some of the things that we send in this message? Because they are lyrics. And, you know, we live we're, we're from the original era of hip hop. Right, right. And so we're taught to hear the lyrics first. Right, right, we, right. we we got we got hip hop before the dope beats took center right. stage. Right, right, you know now you can hide inferiority behind beats. Right, it's all about the yeah. snare. Right, it's all right. About so the now, now it's the production. Right, 
instead of the substance. Right. When we were coming up, it was the substance. And right. then you got the music and it caught on. But it was that. So that kind of also lines up with where we're at right now. So talk about that a little bit. Yeah, I mean, I wanted to get back to, you know, like you, Doc, I grew up uh, in the in the genesis of hip hop and grew up with uh, Boogie Down Productions and, and, and Public Enemy, KRS-One, all of those guys, uh, Cool, yeah. Herc, cool Herc, you know, uh, Grandmaster F Flash, uh, you know, George Clinton, all of those. But all of their music had a message, you know, just like uh, Dr. Wallace said, you know, right now the beats uh, are more important actually uh, to this generation. And so you do have to have the beats. But I think yeah. that uh, we, we can also have a, a positive message and that message has to be uh, uplifting one another, it has to be a message of up upliftment rather than, you know, the, the lyrics that we tend to hear that are tearing, tearing us down. I mean, you yeah. know, at what point do we get, I get the fact that, you know, for example, back when NWA came out, um, people said, well, we got to tell what's going on in the hood. We got to tell what's going on in our neighborhoods. I get that part. But at what point do we move on from that? I mean, we've told those stories for what, 30 years now, Doc? We've told those stories about what's going on. At some point, we got to get to solutions. And that's what uh, the teacher's platform is about. That's what uh, this actual uh, uh, platform, this whole platform is about. And this podcast is about coming up with solutions and uh, bringing on grassroots people because that's where, those are where the solutions are at, whether it's in education or, or uh, you know, law enforcement or poverty, you know, any of those uh, issues that we're, that we're facing worldwide, you know, it's not, to me, it's not going to be the academians like Dr. Wallace. Oh, that, 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 you come saying. Oh, okay. There we go. It's yeah. not going to be the uh, academians that solve our problems. It's going to be the grassroots people who are out there every day, like you all, who are, who are mm -hmm. dealing with problems in our community. Hey, Sam, what's going on, man? How you doing? Good, good to have you. Good to have had you, a, man. Had a hard time trying to get in. Oh, that's okay. That's okay. You're here now. Hey, uh, Ernest. Yeah. Do me a favor and introduce Manab, man, because he's just sitting here, and I want the people to know how he plays a role in this and that he did his work all the way over from India. Uh, okay. and tell me how, tell us how that connection happened and what role he played in bringing this to uh, where we're actually having a full length video. Okay. Uh, so two years ago, uh, I've been trending in India. You know, I've been trending in India for two years. So all the videos that I do, you know, I'm an actor. I did a movie in Chicago called Disconnected. So from that buzz and me just doing my own little skits and everything like that and my music, you know, it kind of just spread up over there and all kind of people were sending me, flooding me with inboxes from India and, um, and two kids. It was another dude named Monir Lee and another kid named Manat. And they wanted me to do a song with uh, Monir Lee. And I did the song with him and Manat edited the video. And after we were done with that project, uh, he just stayed in contact with me, man. And was like, yo, let's just start a start a company. Let's start doing this. And I'm like, man, you all the way over there. <laughs> like, he was like, no, just video it and send me the edits. I'll edit you, shoot it. And I don't know how to edit, you know. So I was like, all right, bet. You know what I'm saying? And it took me a little bit of time from everything that I was doing. And uh, I ended up getting my own camera and 
you know, here we are. I send him the files and, you know, after I'm done shooting and he'll edit the video, man. Yeah. For, for real, just like that. It's... Yeah. All right. <laughs> so I'm just like brothers, you know. <laughs> so, Manat, you know, what is it like having this international connection where you're working with someone across uh, across the globe to accomplish something? And you see your work being put forth in an entirely different country. Uh, first of uh, first of all, I was uh, two years back. I was in uh, an Indian company uh, called Z Music Company, and uh, then I met Dopey, my brother. He shout out to Dopey, and uh, he gave me some works of uh, international works, and I did that, and uh, he paid me, and I did, and I did continue and. And then I got Keysbergs, and uh, I worked with him too. too and uh, then I got the teacher's uh, video a few months, uh, like uh, one month back. I got the teacher's video, and I did that, and uh, I'm very glad to do it. You said, right. how is it? How is it having a connection with me and you so far away? He's like, how, how, how is that? How does it feel accomplishing something so far away? Uh, I'd like to I'd like to say Dupi to say about it. <laughs> yeah, he, he kinda don't understand. You gotta like make it short for him. You make it short for him, he'll understand. Okay. You, know, you gotta shorten up your questions for me, he'll hear you. Cool. So Ernest, tell the tell the background story or, or why uh he ended up with it also. Oh yeah, well I was working with a couple other guys. I own a GOD film and visuals. And uh, I brought a guy on board, and he had the camera, you know, and doc, Dr. Blanchard and Sane hit me up. So, you know, I was like, yo, let me shoot this video. You know, we can go half and half. And, you know, dude seemed cool, but I found out that he's on drugs. <laughs> and, I was, and he wanted to take it. He was just acting so bogus, man. He took his camera and everything. So I was without, you know, I was like, man, I can't mess with this dude. He's doing drugs. So I had to go out and get my own camera. And everything in the midst of shooting the video, we had already shot scenes and everything. So I'm like, man, we finna get this done. And I went and got a camera and a lens and, you know, linked up with Sane and we finished it up, man. But, man, everything, every force, every negative force in the universe was trying to make us not put this video out. <laughs> I'm trying to tell you, and I'm glad that we fought it and we pushed past it and made it happen, man. For real. But, you know, you can't, you can't work with everybody. And everybody ain't built to push and persevere through uh, the adversity. So, you know, I'm glad we got a solid team. And, you know, I got somebody reliable like Manab who's across the globe that I can send send for and he'll make it happen. Yeah, Doc, the other thing that was interesting, you know, uh, we wanted to actually shoot it at a, at a school in South Bend where I'm from. But, man, they gave me so much. I was telling Ernest, they gave me so much uh, paperwork to even try to get that done. You know, I was only home over the uh, spring break because we were out on spring break down here in South Florida. And so they give me this big thing of paperwork and everything. And I, you know, uh, they wanted uh, several hundred thousand dollars worth of insurance and all of this stuff, you know, to, to just film uh, a few minutes in the school. So uh, that's when I got with Ernest and I said, Ernest, we got I gotta have a, I gotta have something that, 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 uh, symbolizes a classroom or at least you know looks similar to a classroom so 
given that give him the story on the church we used for that because okay, I know yeah. well, background. I, I know the pastor of a church. You know, I used to attend this church when I was young, and um, you know, he helps people in the community or whatever. So I hit him up, and he was like, "Yeah, man, I got I got upstairs, and I went upstairs to the church and checked it out, and I seen school desks, and I'm like, yo, I need all these school desks.'" You know, I seen a chalkboard. I'm like, man, we finna put this together. And Blanchard pulled up and he came upstairs. And that's when we started putting it together together. He was like, man, we can use this room over here. And, you know, bring these over here like that. He put it up. He put everything together faster than I did. <laughs> For real. But it came together nice. And, you know, it was dope, you know. And, hey, yo, that's just what happened when you were motivated people, man. For real. And we just made it happen. I'm a dude that can build. I can take nothing and turn it into something for real. And, hey, I got resources out here that I can put together and, you know, make happen what I need to make happen for real. So, yeah. And we had a good time with the young people. They were, they had a, a good time there and, and we fed them and everything. And, and they were pizza. able to learn. Yeah. Pizza and hamburgers and everything. And, and yeah. uh, they were able to learn how a video is put together, you know, the educational side of it, showing how, how really easy and simple it is to to do this work, you know, with all the technology we have today. Uh, yeah. You know, people are putting movies together on their own dime. Uh, we had a, a brother on uh, Tony Lindsay a while back who basically financed his own uh, movie. So people are independently putting works on now. And it's just amazing how easy it is to not only produce uh, music, uh, music videos and, and actual movies. Uh, uh, you said you, you, you're an artist, uh, Ernest, you're an artist and uh, a producer. Talk a little bit about some of the stuff that, that you've already done in addition to this. You did some acting. You, 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 yeah, you did I, did, uh, I did another foreign type. Well, I did a Hispanic film called La Pentecosta, um, Rosa or something like that. Uh, I had basic Spanish lines. You know, I played a school teacher in that out in Chicago in uh, Little Mexico. That was cool. Shout out to uh, Artemio Gonzalez on that. Uh, Dorian Johnson, like I said, I did Disconnected too. Uh, shout out to him. And uh, got plenty of works. Uh, Keys Burks, he's a big filmographer out in Chicago in uh, Kalamazoo. Worked with him. Uh, he didn't shot videos for Bizarre from D12 to Rod Digger. Uh, you know, it can go on. Uh, he has a lot of signed people who just got signed under his belt. Um, who else? I did a, do stage plays too, you know, and uh, I got into the videography thing, you know, picking up the camera, you know, just being around it all the time. And uh, I was out at a wedding in Chicago and I met a dude named Quick Savo and he had his own camera and shot his own videos. And he showed me that he shot a music video for Boosie. And he shot a music video for Boosie's son. And he was like, yeah, man, I rap. I do my own videos, man. You know, everything in-house. And I'm like, damn, that don't sound like a bad idea, you know. And I was kind of pondering the idea for a while. And then that's when uh, Sane and Dr. Blanchard hit me up. And I'm like, man, that's just the universe telling me to take that leap of faith and uh, and do it. So, you know, that's just the core of it, man. I'm a hard worker in it. I've been uh, doing it since middle school. Um, you know, with stage plays, I did um, South Pacific. I played as Luther Billis, uh, Romeo and Juliet. I played the lead role, one of the lead roles as in Benvolio. Um, yeah, the list can go on and on, man. 
you know, but I just love the art. I love everything about it. And I'm falling in love with the background, too, because you don't need to be in front of the camera all the time. You know, you can let other people take the spotlight and put forth, you know, a, a great visual to portray and get across that message that you're trying to get across to change lives and impact people. And uh, I really feel like that's what it's all about out here. For so let's bring in the artist, the pen, because um, I think that he did a great job. I mean, right out of the box when he was asked to do the intro. Uh, for as, as far as I'm concerned, he killed it. Uh, it was it was simplistic, but it was to the point. Uh, it was relevant, but it had flair, uh, and it was from where again where I come from. It was connected to what I consider to be authentic hip hop, uh, and so Sane Brown. Uh, we're just going to say same. And Doc, I want you to do this because this is family. Well, we're all family, but this is family and it was you, your idea. So I want you to kind of bring us, bring Sane in. We've had him on before already. Right. But bring him back in for those who didn't get to meet him the first time and, and uh, take it from there. Yeah, I mean, um I saw the talent that Sane had for, for a while. And, um, you know, I wanted to give him the opportunity to to bring this message and try to get us back to the point in hip hop where we're, where it's message oriented. You know, like we talked about earlier, it's not just about the beats, it's about the lyrics, it's about motivating people, encouraging people. Um, and, and so uh, last October when we, when we started the podcast, you know, uh, in November when I was home for uh, Thanksgiving back in South Bend, I went to him and I said, hey, you know, can you do this intro? And, and, and I mean, he wrapped it up so fast. You know, we had a conversation and, uh, you know, I told him, you know, what I wanted, what kind of lyrics. And it was just amazing that, you know, someone in his generation could actually understand, you know, what hip hop used to be and actually put it put it on a pin in the pad i mean he is so he is more talented than he really knows i mean the sky is the limit for saying you know all he's got to do is stay focused and and put forth the effort and uh you know he's definitely going to go places in in, in music uh, because he's just that talented you know to do what he did so quickly you know and and i don't know if you all watched the video he almost became another person in that video, uh, Ernest. I'm sure Ernest probably saw it too, being a, a film person. Oh he, yeah. He actually becomes another personality. You know, if you saw some of the facial gestures he made and, and mm -hmm. you know, some of the, you know, he just became another person, man. And, it, you know, he had, he had fun with the kids and it, it came across, it came across very authentic in, in the video to me. Um, mm -hmm. Maybe you could talk a little bit about that saying because you, 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 you almost become a different person because the person you are when people meet you is it, you become a whole different person when that camera comes on, man. I saw it. Y'all clip on in you. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's, a lot of that's got to do with a lot of my upbringing. Uh, uh, growing up, I was always taught, you know, you're black. You know, I mean, it's gonna be a lot different. Even though the laws are the same for everybody, it may be rougher on you. So I, I use that as an advantage. Um, 
I like that face card where people would kind of judge me by what they proceed, you know, until it's a conversation at hand. And then they realize, I'm, of course, I'm far more intelligent than what they they, lo- they thought by looking. So that's why they always tell you, know, don't judge a book by its cover. Right. But um, when it comes into play, like far as with children as well, I got a love for kids. So, so like like you said, it was just genuine, it's authentic. You know, it was something that came natural. And like every thought to put far as a piece to go into the video, it really worked out. And the kids enjoyed themselves too. Oh, absolutely. And uh, Ernest, those kids came from the, the Elkhart area, right? Most of them, they came from yeah, yeah. Elkhart County. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, I know a lot of people out here, man. So if I ask, more than likely, you know, I can get people to be to be a part of a production. So yeah, and that's what I like about you, man. Other thing I learned about you is you're you're very community oriented, man. You know, I looked at some of your videos, and there's you know, he's a music uh, artist also, uh, Doc. And uh, one of his videos, uh, I mean, he's at, he actually is feeding people, man. Talk a little bit about that, uh, Ernest. I mean, you had a situation where you were actually feeding people at one of your shoots or something, I think it was. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's a um, neighborhood where I used to hustle at. Uh, I know a homie that got killed behind that church. You know, that's a sister church for my church. So, uh you know, I came up with a song called So Elkhart to put on for the community right. you know, to put something positive back in. And I hit up, you know, my homies around the area and told them, yo, y'all out here hustling, man, donate $50. You know, I'm finna feed the homeless out here. And they was all for it. Oh, yeah, for sure. So I went to Little Caesars, got all those pizzas, set up the tables and everything. I didn't pay for nothing. My homies did. My homies put on for their community, too. So it was a group effort with that. And it's, it's a very positive vibe from that, and uh, the people appreciated it, you know what I'm saying? And it felt good giving back to a city where I was brought up, for real. Uh, I, I just want to kind of segue in uh, on, on that. I think it's so important that we look at that. Uh, when I sit up and I look at what we have the capacity to do versus what we're actually doing, Uh, You know, that's one of my greatest frustrations is that we have the capacity to be far more impactful in our communities than we are. And so we talk about uh, boots on the ground, grassroots efforts. This is what we're talking about. And, Doc, you know how hard it is to get people to support that type of work. And it, it and and what came to me immediately when I heard him say he used to hustle on that block. And so he went to his homies and he got his homies who are still hustling and and, and getting it in in that hood. The ones that are more likely to be frowned upon. And we do have to be aware of what's going on in our hood and we need to protect our hood. But these are the people who are actually putting the the money into the community. It wasn't the church he went to and got the money. No, it the church. The church didn't do it. He did it. And it wasn't a nonprofit organization that did it and the first thing that pops into my mind when he says that is darren seals because when you talk about ferguson you can't say ferguson and not say darren seals first thing you say when you say ferguson say mike brown right the next thing you have to say is darren seals 
you know, and obviously you got Neota and you got a bunch of other people that came in and a lot of them lost their life behind Darren. Darren was first and then that was a series of other brothers who were all from the streets. And see, that's what people don't get like. These was guys that were from the streets that decided that something was bigger than them. Mm -hmm. That something was bigger than them that they cared about. And Darren literally transformed. And, and that's the beauty of what's there. And, you know, like when I think about Black Men Lead, when I think about your wraparound services, when I think about all the things we're trying to do, that's what people are missing. Yeah. We've been trained to throw our people away. That's why you get, you know, when we see something go on, we go, now don't get me, there's some incorrigible people that we need to deal with. Right. That, that are never going to be good for our community. But that's why you get us talking about how horrible a person is when they get caught doing something in our community or doing something in their community and get caught. But then we'll turn around to see them. They'll have somebody doing something way more horrible, like killing 10 people. Right. And they'll sit up and try to categorize it in a way where you understand why he did it. Mm-hmm. Because their mindset is we're never, unless we have to do it for a strategic reason. Now they'll throw one under the bus if there's no other option. But if it's a way to sit up and soften it, why? Because they're not just talking about that one person. Every perception of an individual becomes a part of the whole reality. How you are being perceived at this moment just doesn't land on you, especially with black people. Oh, yeah. Especially with black people. I remember growing up. And as a kid, and this is where I first learned it before psychology was ever something uh, that I knew I was going to be in. But it's it was the beginning of it because I needed to understand it. It's I would be sitting down and I was read by my great grandparents and the news would be on. They watched the freaking news like clockwork. Five o'clock news, six o'clock news. It was on. Not 10 o'clock news. It was on. Uh, but there'll be a story. And they'll start the story with a suspect did blah, 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 blah. They haven't shown the suspect. They haven't said whether they were Caucasian or African-American, but they are talking about it. And my grandmother, Lord, please don't let this be a black man. Why? Because it doesn't just weigh on him. Right. It's a reflection of us. That's the way we've been conditioned. And so what we don't understand is that what we don't understand is that when we have an opportunity to show that just because you're over here now doesn't mean that's where you have to end up. Because right. see, none of us are perfect. If we're gonna be honest about it, we've all evolved from somewhere. And if you're lucky, you get to evolve into something that allows you to leave a legacy. So I just saw that and like immediately when he started talking about he he used to hustle in the hood that 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 he shot his video in where he was feeding the people in and that he actually went back to brothers who are still out there to, to actually fund the feeding. It, 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 immediately, it, it immediately made me think, man, it makes me think about Darren Seals, man, and the sacrifice that that brother made and that there are other cats out there that we need to be connecting with. 
that can actually have an impact because the hood knows them, the hood understands them, and they know the hood. And this is transformation, but most of us aren't willing to put our hands on that. I do that on a regular basis because a lot of the young men I deal with with black men lead on the street. Yeah. And and if you if you want to be honest with our killers. But the bottom line is, if you're still out here, I got to hold you accountable, which means I got to put my life on the line coming out there dealing with you. I don't know what mood you in one day I get out there. I don't know who coming for you and I'm standing next to you. And right. I, But I come from there. And so, I'm, I, you know, I, I, I know what's out there. Like I said, I ain't always been me. So we are, but that's the thing. This whole idea that everybody's going to be a lawyer, an attorney, uh, that that they're going to come from pre prestigious backgrounds isn't realistic because the hood ain't even trying to hear them. To be totally honest, right? Mm -hmm. So we've got to have that connectivity, and I just want to touch on that, Doc. You can take it from there. Oh, absolutely. And this is this is what I was talking about earlier. The music has to get back to that that social consciousness. Um, you, when you were talking, Doc, you made me think about when you brought up Darren Seals, I'm like, why hasn't anybody made a song talking about him? Think about that. If you remember back in the 80s, you had songs. I remember when Yusef Hawkins was Yusef Hawkins was, was killed in New York. Um, Tupac, you know, mentioned him in music. We're, I don't even hear his name mentioned in music. It, it's, you guys are artists. Have you heard of, of him being mentioned in music? Have you heard of any? any I don't hear about any social anything in music, and that's what's pissing me off about the music nowadays. It's more about uh, gangs and famous rappers shooting at each other and killing each other. You know what I'm saying? And I don't care nothing about that, man. There's so many important things going on in the world right now, man. Y'all got so much to pull from, and y'all pulling from your hood and the homie that y'all just smoked and everything like you i don't want to hear that i don't want to hear about my people getting killed no more by each other or the police you know what i'm saying so that shit, i don't like hearing that shit man it's so much more to like, talk about language. for real for real bro i come from the era of, of like after y'all you know what i'm saying twister you know what i'm saying the spit flow like your flow is what got you recognized Right. You know what I'm saying? And I learned to have chops and everything. So I was a quick rapper. You know, I learned to slow it down. But I also, you know, listen to old school. So I heard the messages from back then. I heard the messages my brother was listening to. You know what I'm saying? Right. I even listen. I mean, I listen to Queen Latifah on my own. I can't bring up no songs or nothing, but they were spitting about social injustice. You know what I'm saying? Public enemy, they fight the power. They was talking about social injustice, period. And we ain't talking about that. We trying to look flashy. You know, look good, throw money while doing it, and have the baddest bitch while doing it. And that shit is not going to get you nowhere. And it's setting the youth up. It's setting even grown folks like myself up for failure, man. This shit is dumb to me. I'm sorry. Excuse my language. <laughs> it's dumb. I'm an artist, man, and we we can touch way more. There's so much more to touch just in that little spectrum, man. People are missing it. I mean, I don't, you know, working in the, the school district, you know, I have seen, and Doc knows this, I have seen such an increase. And, and violence at schools in, in America. Uh, you know, we had the, the Texas shooting a few weeks ago. Uh, and, 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 you know, it, it, it's something that we definitely have to address in our schools. You know, we, we, we have a mental health crisis in our schools where uh, young people are actually continuing to make threats on schools 
uh, via social media, even even uh, with the threat of, of, of being uh, uh, locked up for committing terrorist acts. So that has to give us room for pause when our our kids are still doing that, knowing that that this is something that they could face. Um, you know, we have a mental health crisis. We have a crisis with education needing a total reformation. And hopefully um, music like this and uh, Dr. Rich, Dr. Rick's uh, program, Black Men Lead, uh, the teachers platform, hopefully we can build on this uh, and saying your work, you know, we need you and Ernest because you're, you're the connection to this generation. More likely to listen to you than they are two old guys like Dr. Wallace and I. So uh, we got to put that message out there, man. We got to put that positive message out there that we need to be building each other up. We need to be building up our communities, building our own uh, schools and, and our own businesses. And I am seeing that, you know, I am seeing the millennials uh, are uh, moving in that direction to, to, to start their own businesses and, and looking more to ownership then my generation that was taught, hey, go get a college degree and go get a job. You know, that 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 can't be the message anymore. The message has to be, uh, you know, learn a skill. You know, uh, you know, I've always said, Doc, the best education is the one you give yourself. You know, institutional educations are fine, but they're more indoctrination rather than uh, allowing you the creative ability to, to, to do your own thing. And millennials are, are in that mode where they want they don't want a cookie cutter education. They right. they're going on they're going on social media and, and YouTube and IG and learning things that they can use to make money. And that's why you see a lot of folks are simply not coming back to the job market now, where they're doing right. their own thing. They're becoming entrepreneurs, and I and I think it's great. I think it's great what millennials are doing. Right, you know that uh, that's a big thing for me uh, as a part, person that's been self employed. The majority of his life uh and i've had my ups and downs like anyone else uh but one of the things that we teach at black men lead is business ownership self-sufficiency uh the things that give you power you cannot have power if you're dependent upon someone else for your livelihood and this isn't taking shot at shots at anybody who works a job you have to pay your bills but you should have a plan of using your gift that someone else is now exploiting for their benefit to make a way for you and your family. And so what this generation is doing, and that's one of the things that we talk about with uh, Black Man Lead, with uh, uh, the principles of Black manhood. Uh, first and foremost, we talk about that a Black man never brings harm to a Black woman. Number one principle in Black Man Lead uh, the 11 principles of manhood. And the first one is a black man never causes harm to a black woman, physically, emotionally, psychologically, ever. Your number one responsibility is to protect, number one, no matter what. And that's something that I push, Doc, you know how I am about that. Uh, you know, I've been called a simp. I've been called a whole bunch of other things because we're in this day now where it's open season on women because of who they are and how they can be. Well, when I was taught that principle, women were like that then. Women had mouths. Women would say, women would pop off. Women, there were women doing stuff that we, we didn't approve of. But 
how I behave as a man isn't dependent upon what someone else is doing. It's depending on my own character. So I build who I am in myself so that when I encounter people, I deal with them from where I'm at and not what I see them doing. You know how many people can change? You know how many people have changed by me treating them how, the, how I saw them through who they were being ver versus me treating them how they were acting? You know how many people I've gotten to, to change their lives because I treated them better than what they were behaving? And that's the principle. But the other part of the manhood thing is where we're at now, what we're talking about. You have to own something. You have to own that. Everybody talks about value. And most people will tell you that your time is your most valuable asset. I don't believe that. I believe your time is your most second valuable asset. Your most valuable asset is your mind. Your mind is a resource that is actually infinite. Everything that you see, this show that you're watching now came from my mind. Everything that you see from Rick Wallace Enterprises, from, T, from uh, the Visionators Institute, the Odyssey Media Group, the Odyssey Project, Myriad Business Solutions, Master Fitness 21, and the other 40 companies that I created over the last 30 years came from here. I fed my family from here. Now, that was a part where I was an athlete. But the vast majority, I've totally, extremely, I earned myself from here versus what my body earned me. Mm -hmm. And... This thing will be alive long after this thing starts to do stuff that you can't explain and you're trying to get it to act right. Plus, you get this thing right, it's easier to get this thing right. The mind impacts the body. But so we're teaching these kids that. But the problem is we have an entire community that does not even see the benefit in it. So... And, 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 you know, I don't want to be, a, I, I hate to get on my soapbox, but when I see the talent that's sitting in front of me now, these young cats, I see our future. We always talk about the children of the future. Whitney had a song. We talk about the children of the future. Well, something that valuable as the future survival of your, 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 your race has to be handled with greater care than what we're handling it. Back to the concept of the classroom and the whole reason we put this thing together, Doc, we need to understand that we're not teaching them. Education isn't just the attainment of academic skills. No, it's not. It's the holistic preparation of your youth that prepares them to go out into a world that's inherently hostile towards them and not only compete, but win. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. So in essence, where education starts is not with one plus one equals two, but with your name is, you are here, you are from, and because you are. And what follows you are? I, I, in my book, I am. I, 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 I make the introduction in my book, I am. I say, I am are the most pow two powerfulest words in the English lexicon. You know why? Whatever follows sets the stage of your life. I am. What follows I am is going to direct the course of your life. Well, we get to tell them who they are. When we had uh, Latava on and she talked about how she reared her kids and she isolated them from that entire system for the early part of their lives to the point that those kids can actually remember the first time they saw a white person. Why did she do that? She did that because she knows that that system and being around those people would interfere with what she was trying to put in them, that they can do anything.
that there's nothing in this world they're going to face that they can't overcome, that they have power within themselves. So they came up by the time they were exposed to the system, they were already indoctrinated into the power of self. That's education. And then you expand it out and you give the skills. But what I can tell you is you can take somebody, and I know this for a fact, you can take somebody who knows who they are here, don't have skills, but know who are they here, and you can take a person over there and they don't know who they are and they got all the skills, this guy's going to outperform them every time because he, because he knows who he is. And, and and so that's the thing that we're talking about, man. And, so, that, and that's what's uh, when I talk about reform, Doc, in, in in education, because I look at my whole upbringing, man. What I what I was missing on all these years, I never learned my purpose. And there's no curriculum or program or plan within K through twelve or even higher education that can help you find your purpose. And I've, right. talked, I've talked to people our age in their 50s and have said, I, I've never been able to find out what my purpose is. And if you don't have a purpose, then how can you even reach that destination uh, as far as education? You know, how can you reach how can you reach a goal when you, you don't even know what your purpose is in life? Right. And that is so huge. That is so huge that. We have to really and truly look at that. One thing that we don't do in this generation, when I look back at history and I go back, you look back at history and you go back 3,000, 4,000 uh, years ago, that was a focus on the gift of a, of a child. The child was literally educated around their gift. Mm -hmm. Everything was built around what their natural, instinctive, inherent gift was. And whether you are a Christian or not, there's a part in Proverbs that's actually brought out from Kemet in the wisdom of that. And if and you look at it, it says that your gift will make room for you and bring you before great men. What does that mean? that your gift is what's going to expand your territory. Your gift is what's going to push you out into a space and where you can do things that the average person isn't doing because your gift is connected to your purpose and your purpose is the director towards your destiny. But what does the second part mean? Bring you before great men. Great men open doors. Great men present opportunities. Great men provide funding. Great men uh, have connections. What does that mean? Absolutely nothing that you need to do in this world is inhibited. Why? Because your gift will what? Make room for you and bring you before great men. But when you don't know what your gift is and you don't even know you're gifted, then people will literally see your gift, figure out how to use it for them, manipulate you and tell you you're not really that valuable, pay you mediocre money, utilize your gift to enrich themselves and leave you broke. One of the biggest problems you find with blacks, even on the planet, I mean, even on the continent of Africa is we don't understand how things work. Go to Zambia. Zambia got its independence, 1957. 
Zambia, like most African countries, has some rich mineral in its borders. It has copper. It has many copper mines. Zambia is in, 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 in the way the economy is, is ran is extremely poor despite having copper. They don't know how to mine the copper. So instead of developing or bringing someone in to teach them, they decided to sell the mining rights for mediocre money, all things considered. So they brought in a copper mining company and the copper mining company bought the license to mine it indefinitely for $25 million. Now, they didn't pay up front $25 million. They got Zambia to agree for it, to have it paid over time. They started mining the copper and within three months made $75 million, paid Zambia from the money that they mined the company with and took the rest of the proceeds. Mm. Now, all of this is happening while you got people on the streets dying, an extremely high HIV rate, and a bunch of other things that that mine could have helped solve. But we don't understand how things work. Mm. That's what's happening with us everywhere in the diaspora, on the continent. It's happening because we don't understand how things work. And because we don't understand how things work, we keep getting manipulated. We keep getting get, we we keep getting exploited, and we keep complaining. You shared something I wrote. I actually told you this, like probably seven years ago when we were talking, and then I wrote about it later. And you took it. You 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 shared it the other day where I said black people are the most comfortable, uncomfortable people in the history of the universe. Mm -hmm. We uncomfortable by everything, but we ain't uncomfortable enough to do anything. And that's the problem. You know, again, man, I didn't mean to get on my soapbox, but this can be so powerful if we take it and do what we are supposed to do with it. And the thing that we've got to get out of is self. Everybody's looking out for them. Oh, yeah, man. Everybody's looking out for them. So nobody cares what their behavior does to the rest of the collective. As long as I'm eating, you better get yours. Man. And, and, and so what happens is you got everybody out there looking out for one another and you got division. Well, we already know that divided, a house divided cannot stand with itself. And so they keep us divided. I mean, young against the old, male against female, all of this stuff is going on. And we don't understand that it's purposely being pushed upon us because we don't understand how things work. And so I'm, I'm going to get off my soapbox, man. I'm going to pass it back to you, Doc. But we have got to do better. No, we appreciate that word, man. You know, uh, everything you said is true. You just described uh, basically us as a people, the whole entire African diaspora and African descent people. You just described us to a T, no matter what country we're in. Uh, we are economically exploited uh, for the talents that we have or the resources that we have in the homelands that we come from. And, you know, part of your message and part of the message with the, te the teachers is we have to teach each other to do better and we have to support one another. And that's that's what the whole message is. We've got to teach each, you know, reach one, each one, teach one and all of that. 
Right. Even if, even if you're teaching yourself and you got to educate yourself and sit down and read something, you know, that's, and, that's and, where it came in with me. I had to sit down and start reading for yeah. real. Uh, I got to get this paperwork together because, you know, we getting exploited. And sometimes, hey, yo, I didn't got exploited by my own people. You know, they always got their hand out, but don't want to put the work in. And the education we're going to get is not going to be from the institution. It's going to be from learning from each other and learning from our communities and asking them what they need and how we can how can how we can serve them. Um, my education grew the most after I got out of the institution. I'm sure Doc would, would agree that it was the same for him. Yeah, we got our bachelor's and our master's and our doctorate, but it's it's the education that I'm receiving right now from working with everyone that's on this show right now and, and everyone that's in our communities that's the education that, that that's gonna that's gonna push us forward you know learning from each other you know i learn from from people every day whether it's uh on social media or whether it's at, at the schools i work at and serve in the school district i work for and just people in the community we, we, we got to learn from each other because there are people out here like yourselves that are doing great work uh, and, and, and we're simply not supporting it. And I've talked to Doc about that a lot. We have to begin to finance our own, the restoration of our, our people throughout the, throughout the world. We have to finance it. If we don't, we will, you know? Yeah. So I want to thank, uh, all of you for coming on Ernest, uh, Sane, Manab, Dr. Rick. We'll go, we can we can go ahead and get out of here if you'll give us a final word and uh, out of here. All right. What I'm going to do is since this was really about the video, uh, the official video for uh, uh, the teachers, uh, I'm going to close out by playing it again. We played it at the start. I'm going to close out by playing it again. Um, and uh, we're going to do that. But I want to thank everybody for coming. I want to thank everybody who is tuned in, who will watch this over the course of however many days from now. Uh, it's important that we get to the grassroots effort, uh, support the work of the people who are working in your area. Uh, if you see any of these young cats and, and it's something that you want to do with them, reach out to us. We will get you connected to them. If you want to get behind their projects, you want to work with them, get with us. We will connect you to them. Show some love and support for the work we're doing at the Odyssey Project with Black Man Lead, Restoring Ghetto's Forgotten Daughters and, and others. It's extremely important that we have your support. Uh, Dr. Blanchard and I are constantly talking about wraparound services. We did a paper on school shootings uh, last year, uh, and we predicted we were going to be seeing this because despite $3 billion a year being put into school security, uh, it's done in a way that actually antagonizes inner city children who are less likely to be mass shooters. Mm -hmm. And it still does not address the true nature of the problem. And we're actually going to be expanding on that, digging deeper on that. And we're going to be bringing that forth and we're going to need your love on that as well. But when I say we love you, that we're committed and we're unapologetically committed to our blackness, we mean it. And on that note, I am out of here. Uh, here we are. We're going to play 
this video once again, and we will be talking to you soon. Everybody, peace. Hello, everybody. Dr. Rick Wallace here. Look, I have become convinced that we use the term education far too loosely. We have created a situation in which the term has become completely ambiguous. To me, education has always and still is the act of empowering and preparing our youth to go out into a world that is inherently hostile towards them and not only compete, but win. It is not simply the attainment of academic skills. It is the understanding of oneself. It is the understanding of one's role. It is the understanding of one's identity. It's embracing one's identity and using the gifts within that identity to go out and make a difference. It's time for a change. So good morning class. Tomorrow I will be taking a day off and we will be having a substitute teacher tomorrow or teacher because in Jamaica we don't say teacher, we say teacher. Gotta do better, no survival in this era if we turning on each other Like a family reunited, they hate it when we together Down, let's talk about it, listen to the teachers, let them tell you You want facts behind your questions, Dr. Rick, give them that Followed by wise words, introducing Dr. Michael Blanche Many guests and activists every week leading by example When there's problems, there's solutions Together we are the answer, the teachers When I was young, thought as a child But when I became a man, stand on my own with a smile Life a lesson in this roller coaster, just go through the trials Ancestors could have been royalty with your lifestyle make them proud your education is not the learning the facts let it sink preparation of training that's in your mind when you think the actions of your behavior influences your beliefs so the action and actuality makes it reality fun had a dream people dying over materialistic things amongst your peers you can only talk women cars and bling we ain't on the same page you don't want the same thing how to build and expand when i talk amongst kings you should build your brother up when he fall back down nowadays they do it for the clout to get a laugh now do what you can, you pray the same love pass down People selfish, they'll drain you till you pass out Open your mind, pay attention, don't be a victim to the system Some people physically locked up, some people mentally in prison Removing the fathers, giving poor benefits to the women Equality and economy, ain't benefiting their business My brothers and sisters of color, we gotta do better No survival in this era if we turning on each other Like a family reunited, they hate it when we together Sit down, let's talk about it, listen to the teachers, let them tell you You want facts behind your questions, Dr. Rick, give them that Followed by wise words, introducing Dr. Michael Blanche, many guests and activists every week leading by example. When there's problems, there's solutions. Together we are the answer. The teachers.